All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Off Ball Banter. I'm your host today, Cruz Alaman. Uh, we got uh, some guests here in the house today. I'm just going to let them go around the room and introduce themselves real quick. I'm Colin Howard, General Manager of Kalamazoo FC. And I'm Caleb Bowers, Digital Director of Kalamazoo FC. Sweet, guys. We're, we're glad we're, uh, you could be here with us today. Well, I'm going to give a shout out to our man, Elliot Miller. Is it Miller? Yeah. Okay, cool. He just got back from uh, England, so we're just taking some precautionary measures, measures, social distancing. He's going to stay out for two weeks, so he'll be back on the next episode. Yeah, yeah. TBT, man, we miss you or whatever the hell they say nowadays. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, um, well, we got, yeah, we got some guests in the house, and, well, what should we start out today with talking about, boys? Should no, we? you run the show. Dude. We're running the show. See, this is why I, I'm going to say right now, you can't see it on the video, but I'm like really nervous to call myself the host. I'm usually <laughs> co-host right now, so you'll have to forgive me. Uh, but uh, I know that we got another guest coming up in a little bit, but mm -hmm. I think while we have you guys here, let's talk about, because you guys said your roles with the team, but you know we had Dave here last time, but I think everyone's always interested in what kind of goes beyond uh, behind the scenes with the club, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. um, talk to me about each of your roles and what maybe a, a typical day looks like for you guys here at the club in your roles. Well, for myself, there isn't really much of what you would call a typical day, okay. I guess. Um, game days, those are a little more structured. Um, so I kind of run the game days. Um, we kind of we got it down pretty well. Dave has a good group of guys and um, – so, it's it's pretty easy to do that now. Okay, it, it, it's just um some labor setting up and all that. Okay, so what I do, <coughs> otherwise is, I bring in the beneficiaries. Caleb and I both kind of tag team that. Um, we're in contact with them, and then I a big part of my job is working with the players and the coaches, mm -hmm. and communicating with the league. So right now I'm in the process of registering players and gaining their international clearance. Um, some other roles that I have are community outreach, um, connecting with the local youth clubs in the area. So during the game days we have um, a youth club of that day. So, for example, we had Midwest United come one day. We had um, Portage Lightning come one day, Red Arrow. And all those kids got to get in for free. Some of them yeah. wanted to ball boy. They got to walk out with the players. So oh, cool. game days, it's part of my role as well as wrangling up all the little kids. Yeah, I've seen you out there. I think there was one game where you were, you guys had those, like, fun inflatable things. And I was like, oh, man. Yep. Good luck to Colin out there trying to wrangle up all those <laughs> kids, smashing each other with those things. You're but talking about the around, like, yeah, your body. What are yeah. those things called? I, I don't know what remember. they're called, but. Well, you play soccer with them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Those are so oh, cool. the giant yeah. balls. I'm a big kid at <laughs> yeah. heart, so I'm always those like, how so do I get one of those? Giant hamster balls. Yeah, those <laughs> were yeah, absolutely Giant great soccer game. hamster balls. Yep, so. Cool. I'll let Caleb. Yeah, Caleb, you go next. <laughs> yeah, so mine's more like in the, I guess preseason. Mine's more of like a structured role. Okay. Um, I on a day to day basis, I do a lot of things. I do yeah. graphics. I do some of the videos. I do the analytics reading. Um, I mean, really, the list continues to go. I help Colin in any projects that he needs help with. Um, I obviously reach out to a lot of the players, talk to the coaching staff. We obviously meet. We both meet with Dave, um, and the rest of our staff. You know. 
essentially every week. Okay. So for right now with the whole social distancing. Yeah, thing, it's, it's kind of hard. It's been kind of weird, man. It's been throwing things off. But, um, yeah, I do a lot of work. I'm also the liaison for the MPSL for our conference. So I am in charge of the seven teams in our conference, and I report to the league for them. Wow. So that has added a huge, huge amount of work onto just uh, really everyone's plate, too, because Collins helped me with the scheduling. So we did a lot of scheduling for our conference. Um, so, you know, I mean, our jobs are, are super busy, but it's fun, man. It's definitely the most fun job I've ever had. Cha-ching, baby. That's all the money you're about to be saving if you stop in at our partners, Denoyer Chevrolet on Stadium Drive. Definitely a big challenge, though. Yeah. Not something that, I mean, Caleb has more of a background, but myself, this role, I I was not prepared at all for what I was getting into. You kind of had to learn as, like, as you go, sort of a thing. Yeah, there was definitely a big learning curve, but I, I believe it was worth it. Like Dave said in the last podcast, and he says all the time, that you need to challenge yourself, and this was definitely something that I didn't ever thought that I would get into, mm-hmm. and here I am, and I've enjoyed it a lot. And Last year, Caleb and I trained with the team, and mm-hmm. they were talking about how – we had many injuries through the season, so both of us ended up getting some play time by the <laughs> end of the year. <laughs> yeah, that was interesting. <laughs> Which was it, was it was fun. Um, okay. Especially on home game days, getting there early to set up and then putting on the uniform and actually playing. That's cool. Kind of <laughs> yeah, that's kind of like the perfect question I wanted dynamic. to I wanted to ask you guys is because, I mean, you know, we all played together in high school. We're mm-hmm. all from this area. So what does it mean to you guys? you know, to be now a part of, you know, the club, sometimes playing, you know, if needed or, you know, in your roles now, like what does that mean to you guys being local and whatnot? Um, I think being a part of the club, I think before I say that, part of being the club that Dave owns, right? Yeah. Because obviously Dave has been our great friend for us for yeah. a long time. So sure. being a part of a club with a family that I've already been very close to, we've all been very close to, has been amazing. Like, and then being a part of a club that you're that close to personally, and then adding the fact that it's from your city yeah, is uh, it's sweet, man. Like, I mean, we've seen it. Like Colin was saying, we practice with the team. We work for the team. The team, you know, reports to us. So it's been very interesting seeing, like, the dynamic on all aspects. Um, it's kind of unique, actually. I don't think a lot of people really have the ability to or the chance, I think is maybe the way to say it, um, the chance to have that experience in that in that light. So that's been pretty cool. Yeah. What about you, Colin? You got anything more to add? Um. I enjoyed being able to represent Kalamazoo, putting on the uniform, mm-hmm. honestly. Um, I, I didn't start any of the games, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'd be on the bench warming or warming up on the sideline and mm-hmm. seeing a bunch of people that I play competitive, not not at the same level, but, you know, at Soccer Zone or in La Liga. That you recognize, yeah. Yeah, and, like, we're friends with, and it, it's just cool to be able to – represent our city yeah. for them, I guess, and give them a good experience of the soccer that we can promote for them. Yeah, I would definitely say that, too, like being able to go to the games and seeing the people that not only, you know, we we played with or, or not, but that they're, or, you know, from the surrounding community coming to support one club mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. and get behind it. That's really cool. So that's really that's really awesome, guys. I appreciate it. Um, do we want to go ahead and go on with the, our next guest and call him in? 
Um, like a good time, or do you want to keep going? Well, he's going to call in us. He's going to call Oh, is he going to call? Okay. Uh, we can preface the situation, though. So Sure, yeah. You want to start? Sure. Uh, our, our next guest who is going to call in is actually a buddy of ours who you, you might recognize the name. Uh, KZFC alumni. KZFC alumni. Western uh, Michigan alumni Western well. Michigan. Gosh, what other? Porter's what Northern. Porter's Northern. <laughs> We're throwing out all the shout-outs right yeah. now. Uh, but, uh, Plug-in nation. Yeah, there you go. Plug-in nation. <laughs> Uh, a friend of ours, though, who uh, he's got a lot of uh, a lot of soccer success since leaving the yeah. the, the area, uh, but Mr. Brandon By, um, he's going to be giving us a call. We're going to be asking him some questions, kind of about what's been going on with him since uh, starting his career in the MLS and and whatnot. So we're looking forward to that a lot. Um, I actually haven't seen Brandon in <laughs> I feel like a lot of a lot of years, so it'll be cool to I guess catch up. Virtually through a podcast. Yeah, man. I don't, I don't even know what you. I don't even know what you call it, but <laughs> over a phone call. Yeah. yeah. All oh. right, we got the man live. Brandon, oh, can you hear us? Yep, I can hear you. Oh my oh, gosh, this up, is How you crazy. Doing? What's up? I'm doing just uh, just stay sane in this uh, in this time, you know. Yeah, I feel that. Has it? Uh, so this is my first question before anything. Has it been weird not going to trainings and? I mean, it's obviously a day-to-day uh, operation for you. Has it just been kind of throwing you off? Yeah, a little bit. Um, definitely different not not being able to be in routine and you know wake up every morning, get to training, and, and, and go about your day. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, now it's now it's interesting because I'm finding new ways to uh, to work out, stay active, and then uh, and then do other things. You know. Mm-hmm. So we've got here. Uh, we've got Colin. Myself and then Cruz. Cruz is the big host of the day. What's up, B Bye? What's up, man? How you doing? Good. How are you? I was telling you this is so weird. I haven't seen you in a while, so I feel like we had that we had to get to catch up virtually for a second. <laughs> but hey man, I'm glad I'm glad you're staying safe out there and uh still able to do some stuff uh to keep yourself in shape or whatnot. But uh I think I got a couple of questions lined up and Caleb and Colin feel free to jump in at any point. But uh you know, I've been always really curious because I was telling these guys, I did some research on you because, you know, I know we were calling you and all that, but <laughs> I thought it was crazy um, just reading about your journey to get where you're at now. But I want to hear it in your own words, you know, what was it like moving maybe from just your, you know, your college, um, in your college career to potentially pursuing your MLS career? Yeah, it was, uh, it was crazy. I mean, you know, to think that, three, four years ago, whatever, I was, I was sitting, you know, in the, at Western and, and trying to figure out what, what I was going to do, whether it was in, in business school or, or, you know, internships or stuff like that, to, uh, to now sitting here um, where I'm at, you know, being able to be part of the Ring Revolution and, and, and play soccer for a living. Um, it's a crazy feeling, but, you know, I think I think I, I took it in steps. Um, I wasn't, you know, sitting sitting there, you know, how many years ago saying, oh, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be a pro player and I'm going to be, you know, doing this and that. You know, I think I took it in steps and saying, uh, you know, be first team all conference and then, you know, I'll be leading school on the team and then, you know, taking, taking it step by step and, and day by day and trying to set little goals and then, and then all of a sudden, you know, things falling into place and, and lucky or, or fate or what, what it may be, um, everything changes for what it is. Yeah, right on. Well, hey, I'm curious too. You said that you, um, you know, we were I, when I was looking up, um, and I was talking to these guys that you were drafted was it eighth overall in the in the year that yeah. you ultimately ended? does that did that surprise you about how high you were or just in, in in general where you came in at that draft? Um, a little bit. Um, I think in, in some pro- projections I was, you know, 
uh, late first round, early second round, uh, some different projections had me, you know, a lot of different places. Um, so yeah, I think, I think the combine was really a big thing for me and, and getting to the combine, um, you know, I think 60 or 70 guys got invited and then being able to, to perform, um, for what was this four or five days in front of, in front of every, every club in MLS, um, coaching staff and GMs and whatnot. I think, I think that really, uh, pay dividends and, and, and just me being able to, to show uh, from a smaller college, you know, what, what, what I was all about. You know, I think, like, I'm going to put my little two cents Please. on this. It's like, I think for um, from us knowing you, obviously, personally, I think your personality as an individual, too, and just how outgoing you are and really just how it's very obvious that your work ethic is insane. I think that just it spoke volumes, too, to all the coaches that, that saw you. So I think, too, like, you being the competitor that you're at and obviously getting to the level that you've that you've reached, I think you going eighth, as soon as you go, even if there's like a bit of surprise, it's like, all right, like I'm here, I'm here, and not how do we progress from that? So I think that was sweet. Like I'll never forget, I was watching the draft actually. Um <laughs> I don't know if I've told you the story. I was watching the draft. I was in Chicago on vacation and I was not leaving the Airbnb until I saw you go. <laughs> and then I like turned it on I turned it on literally on the seventh pick, dude. And like you went the next one, and I was like literally running around the house. I was like, "This is dope." I was like, "Look at him go!" I was like, "I was like, first of all, this perfect timing that just turned us on. It's amazing." But I was like, I was so stoked, man. That was sweet. So that was an awesome experience, and obviously, uh, like we're just, I mean, to see you go and and to fulfill your dreams and and chase the sport that you've obviously loved and we've watched you play Mm -hmm. is super cool, man. Like, I mean, we can only support you one hundred percent. You know that, so. Hold up, you might have to maybe try to speak a little closer to your phone. You're breaking up a little bit. Sorry, everybody. Yeah, we're Sorry having trouble here. Is yeah. Yeah, that helps. Yeah, uh, there you go. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, it's much better. Man. Thank you. Cool. Um, Cruz, take it away, dude. Sure. I'm going to transition uh, off of that now, too. I, I really want to hear about um, your first MLS game. It doesn't have to be where you, you know, you got like your first start or whatnot, but just in general, like tell us about the first time where you walked onto the pitch, um, you know, in, in the MLS. Yeah, so, so I actually have. Like the, my my debut and and our, our home opener was a, was a crazy crazy little like, you know week or week and a half of preparation. So you know we're, we're preparing to uh, to go to Philly, um, 2018 beginning of the season, um, and you know I'm I'm at the 18th, so you know I'm 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 in you know at least at least gonna be on the bench, <laughs> and and we all of a sudden we, we get out there and we get a red card and one of our side backs gets a red card in the first of the game. Um, and we have no defenders or we have, we have two defenders in the bench. We have a center back and we have me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then, you know, we're, we're like probably 60th minute or so, um, one of the coaches is like, hey, Darren, go warm up. You know, you, you're going to get in here because, you know, we're going down there. We're going to try to, you know, keep, uh, keep the pie or, or, or try, to get, try to get back in the game. Mm-hmm. So I said, okay, you know, and I'm warming up, and you know, I get plugged in on like the 55th or 60th minute, something like that. Uh, play like right mid, right back for for the rest of the game, um, and then all of a sudden going into our home opener uh, against Colorado Rapids, 
um, the next day. Uh, we're you know going through practice all week, and I'm, I'm you know going through as as a starting right back. Uh, wow. So I start the home opener, um, in the second game of the season, my rookie year. Uh, we we have a hard fought game against Colorado. We beat them beat them two one at home. Um, score free kick in like the 89th or 90th minute. Um, Chris Tierney, lefty, scores over Tim Howard. Um, then we, we beat we beat him at at, uh, at our place uh, for our home opener and the first uh, ever MLS start. So it was pretty pretty crazy going in from from you know two months before you know beating Kalamazoo to you know after the fact that you know all of a sudden Damn. you know we just beat Tim Howard at our at our home field and you know we're we're celebrating obviously. That is crazy. Yeah, that's that is nuts. What was what to you was like the biggest thing that struck you when you walked out there? Was it like the energy, the nerves? Like, what were you feeling? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it just a different kind of um, feeling. You know, stepping into stepping into stadiums. You know, the being stadium, at Western yeah. is you know a, a solid a solid home, home stadium, but nothing like you know Gillette Stadium or Philadelphia or you know being at being at Mercedes Benz in Atlanta with you know seventy thousand people or That's you know, crazy. Wow. Crazy experiences, you know, going to LA, or Bank of California Stadium, in front of you know how many LAFC had, and, you know, going to all these different stadiums and just experiencing, experiencing the fans, the, the passion, the energy uh, in the stadium is unbelievable. Yeah, thanks. Shout out to you, man. I'm just, I'm sitting here, my like palms are sweating just thinking about like you <laughs> jumping out on the pitch. So, I, I, that tells me right there. Heck, I'm glad I'm not in that much. You know what I'm saying? But. <laughs> Wow, that's crazy. 70, 75,000, dang. Is that what That's sweet, man. Yeah, 70,000. That's that's actually in, is that the largest crowd that you played in front of? It was the 70,000? Yeah, I think our uh, our our first round of playoffs this week, this past year, uh, we played Atlanta in Atlanta and they high 60s or, or close to 70,000. That's so crazy. That was, man. Yeah, that's definitely definitely the biggest uh, crowd I've ever played in front of. Nothing like nothing like, you know, kind of the or anything like that. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, pretty crazy stuff. So like you're sitting on the pitch on the pitch, there's seventy thousand people around you. Can you hear anything? <laughs> um, at points, at points, no, uh, you can't hear a thing. Um, mm-hmm. But like, I guess, I guess from from you know field level, it uh, everything's kind of in a weird calm because it's loud, but it's not. Um, mm-hmm. And you know, once you once you you're you're going, you know. Through everything you're playing, obviously you're not thinking about the crowd or whatever. But you know, if someone goes down with you know injury or something like that, or there's just a stoppage in play, you kind of you know kind of look up and you realize that wow, there's a, there's a lot of people, <laughs> yeah, a lot of people around, and, and it's, it's pretty crazy. But no, I mean, I think I think in the moment, um, you try not to think about those things and you yeah. know, and uh, and just focus on you know, what you're doing at the time. That's really cool. Well, I know I heard you too mention that uh, you played against Tim Howard out there. So one of the things I want to ask you was: is um, has there has there been any any other players that you've played against that you've really um looked up to, kind of like either growing up or that you said, "Dang, like that was the best player I ever played against." And I mean, I, I guess what made them uh kind of uh be, you know for you have that have them be a hard player to play <laughs> against? Geez, long winded here. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, I, there, I mean, there's been there's been quite a few. Um, players that, that I've played against over the over the couple of years, um, whether it be Ibrahimovic, Carlos oh, Vela, Rooney, um, Dan Villa, 
Yeah, yeah, I mean, there's, cool. there's been a lot of players. That's and, a pretty and, impressive list there. I'm just going to say that right <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, or we go, we could go like Hazard and, and Doug Luis and those guys from, from Chelsea when we played that game. Wow. Uh, for that, that charity event, that was pretty pretty crazy as well. Um, but no, I mean, it's been an experience for sure. And, and those are guys that, you know, are, are, you know, when I was when I was, you know, 10, 12, 15, playing FIFA, you know, picking those guys to, to play with, um, play, playing against those, you know, with those teams. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, definitely, definitely a weird experience. But uh, at the end of the day, you got to step on the field and do your job. So. Yeah, for sure. And I think there's probably nobody better at doing that than you. I yeah. remember you from my high school days, man. So <laughs> let me uh, let me ask you this, Brandon. It's – let me let me see how I can word this real quick. <laughs> say, don't be long winded like Chris. I know, right? <laughs> um, okay, so former player with Kalamazoo FC, obviously, a couple other MPSL clubs sprinkled in there as well. Um, but for us specifically, what did it mean for you to play for your hometown club? Yeah, it meant a lot. Um, I remember, I remember when I ended up working out that I was gonna, I was gonna be on the uh, KZFC team, and and I think it was. The, the summer and me and Jay McIntosh um, getting to play, you know, mm-hmm. you know, another hometown guy getting able to play in front of, uh, in front of Kalamazoo people, um, home. It was, it was a great, great experience. I, I enjoyed every second of it. Just, just knowing that, you know, you know, I, I used to go to those, you know, kingdom games, um, when, when I was younger and, and seeing that and, and, and being able to, to be on the field and, you know, have kids in the community, I guess. You know, if they if they're there, you know, looking at the, the players and, and, and to see that they there's um you know, soccer. If there's you know, big soccer going on in the community, I think it's, it's a big time uh, big time thing and I was just happy I was able to uh, to play stay sharp, um and in in playing uh, in the summer and having that, that opportunity to play because, you know, a couple of years before I think that was the not our season. Mm-hmm. Um and a couple of years before that that wouldn't have been a possibility. Yeah. Yeah, that's sweet, man. Um, Cruz, do you want to ask this next one? Yeah, sure. Um, so I know we're talking about your time here, so I, I kind of wanted to get from your perspective. If you were to chat with some of the guys at the, whether it's KZFC or just guys in the um, MPSL in general, what would you say uh, to them, um, like your recommendations if they're trying to look to you know move on up in the uh, in their soccer career? What would you recommend to them? Yeah, people. Um, you know, I, I think I would I would just just time to work. Um, you know, that's just nothing comes easy, and and the fact that you know not, nothing nothing's for sure. So just the, just the work, the work that that I think um, I've I've somewhat had, and in, in, in trying to trying to just build every day, and and you know, get get better at something. You know, get better at this, get stronger, get faster. Things that that I think um, you know work work slowly and and, and build to something, and then just enjoy it. Uh, I think I think whenever you, you're able to step out on the field, whether it's you know an indoor game on a Tuesday night or you know it's you know practice every day for me or something like that. I think it's just about enjoying the game and, and, and enjoying the fact that you can tie up the, the, the cleats the races and, and, and get out there and play. Uh, one of the biggest things for me. Cool. I like that perspective of enjoying it, but also working your butt off for it too. That's a yeah. that's a good perspective right. to have. It's huge, man. Right on. Um, what else did you want to 
ask you. Let's see here. Um, you were talking kind of talking about you know your own work ethic, but like what motivates you every day to keep on kind of just being the best soccer player? I know you talked about enjoying yourself, but I mean you you've kind of already made it there. So, uh, you know, in the MLS, like what keeps keeps you going most days? Um, yeah, I mean, I'd say, I'd say, yeah, it's it's setting goals and, and accomplishing goals. You know, mm-hmm. so, so it's plenty of goals that I want to uh, that I want to accomplish, and, and definitely definitely don't think I've I've made it, so to speak. Um, mm-hmm. You know, maybe somebody else it, it thinks or may, might see it as that, but there's definitely you know things I want to accomplish and and things that little chips on my shoulder that you know keep keep pushing me every day. Um, <laughs> And wanting to get, wanting to get better, and you know, seeing seeing a player, or, or you know, knowing a play that I that I didn't make um, in a game, you know, maybe last year or year before that, you know, I want to make, or you know, different different opportunities that come, um, mm-hmm. you know, it, just just being better. I think I think that's that's something that you know anybody can take. Yeah. Um, in life really, and I think that's that's what that's what pushes me. Goal driven. I like it. Right on. <laughs> what you got, big cat? Yeah, so it sounds like you've really enjoyed your time in the MLS and with the New England Revolution. Um, do you have any aspirations of possibly playing outside of the MLS one day? Ooh. I was thinking. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's a good question. Yeah, I, I think I think it's always something that uh, you know comes to mind. But you know, I, I think you know I just signed a new contract with New England Revolution, and and I really like where I'm at right now um, in a good club. With a good organization, I think. I think anything's possible, but um, no, I, I I try to think about tomorrow and not think about you know down the road too too, too far. Um, but no, I mean, especially uh, you know, you know, been a been a thought. Um, but no, I mean, I'm happy where I am for sure. Awesome, man. All right, I've got one final question for you, Rand, before we let you go. Dun dun dun. <laughs> Who is your favorite teammate to be around oh, in the yeah. locker room and why? Oh, favorite teammate to be around in the locker room. Um, let me go here. Let's hope none of them I'm are listening. DeJuan Jones, DeJuan Jones <laughs> fellow, uh, fellow Michigan guy. I think we all played against. Uh, uh, he went to East Lansing High School. Um, nice good guy. And, uh, he's, always, he's always dancing and smiling. I always get that speed. Uh, <laughs> You know, he's always, he's always just, yeah, smiling and having, having a good time. He always, you know, get them, get them after, uh, after practice, practicing or what it, what it may be. So I think, I think for sure, they want, um, there's, there's plenty of guys in the locker room, but he's a good guy for sure. Yeah, I see you guys tagging each other in the uh, stay at home challenge, you know. <laughs> With that Euro step savagery. Um, <laughs> um, but thanks, man. Thank you for calling in. I know that everyone's going to be super stoked to hear mm-hmm. from you. Um, you know, we wish you nothing but the best. Hopefully, the MLS season doesn't get uh, postponed anymore because we're sure. trying to watch some matches. And, uh, you know, yeah. we want to we want to continue watching you progress and just getting better at your craft, man. So thank you. Yeah, thanks, Brandon. It was good to catch up, my friend. Appreciate you guys having me, uh, having me on, and uh, yeah, yeah, stay in touch for sure. See All right, man. buddy, we'll see you. Wow, what a guy, dude! Dang that that just put a whole different perspective into just hearing his journey. When I is just is just crazy to me. Wow, yeah, I, I hope they ultimately you know pursue the season. I actually haven't seen him uh, play yet, 
you know. It's just I haven't, <laughs> as terrible as it sounds, I don't have any of the uh, soccer streaming channels right now. I'm not, I got that basic cable, guys. So, <laughs> <laughs> hey, you just slide over to the crib, you know. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Um. So we actually just got a little message. Oh boy, Elliot's trying to call in. Oh. Um. So if we in? can get him on the horn kind of quick here, then we'll add it up. But I, I know that right. one thing that we wanted to discuss today too was more of a leaks, uh, yeah, leak specific uh, topic. Oh, and that's loud. Mr. Elliot, you're alive. How's it going? Elliot. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> he's he's alive. <laughs> Elliot, I desperately Hi. miss you. I'm doing a terrible job. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's, he's not. Cruz is doing just fine. We had a great interview with Brandon. Um, I know you're excited to hear it. So, uh, yeah, man. But now you got to top I him, am. though. Awesome. <laughs> Um, so this is, we're just now getting ready to move into the topic of the NPS, the upcoming NPSL season. So I know that you and Cruz both had some questions about it. Cause obviously Colin and I, you know, we work on the back end a lot. So, you know, shoot away. We're, we're, we're all ears right now. Yeah. Definitely. And comments. Uh, um, Cruz, you want to leave us? You want you want to start? You want me to start? Or? Uh, I'm gonna let you start because you know I feel like it's only All it's right. only right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I know with kind of everything going on with um, you know the global health pandemic, um, that there hasn't been an official announcement from the NPSL, and so I was wondering if you, Caleb, and Colin, you might have some insight on this as to what the status is or what the communication to the clubs has been. Um, just so that the supporters can kind of give any ideas of what's been going on in the background. Um, yeah, so me being in the MPSL liaison, like we mentioned before, I've been in contact with all the clubs, um, whether it's been through text, phone call, or email. Um, as of right now, outside of the league, more of an individual aspect, some teams are feeling some social responsibility to – Fortunately, maybe like at, at this point, maybe just call the season because we obviously, you know, we only operate really in like a two and a half month season anyway. So it makes timing difficult if we have to reschedule. But I definitely agree that there is some social responsibility for us as, you know, organizations that bring in groups of people to to essentially remove the threat of spreading this the, the issue and the virus. So um, there's definitely some teams that are feeling that pressure right now. And I think that it's maybe, it, I think it's 100% justified. I think that that's the reason that we have the NBA closing, the MLS closing. Um, and in terms of the league, we have some meetings coming up pretty soon where we're going to either A, get some decisions, or we're going to decide on a decision date. So as of right now, we're still operating at our normal, our normal start time of early May. Um, I know that USL two has pushed back though, and they're not operating until May 10th now. So, you know, it, it really is in the air right now. It's, we've had a lot of people ask us questions and it's, it's hard to answer. I mean, I mean, we just don't, we don't know. I mean, it's, it's the same with every business too. I mean, they don't know when it's going to end. They don't know when they're going to open. Um, you know, so it's really been quite the, quite the difficult task to deal with it. But Colin, what's your perspective on it? Yeah, I think. The issue we're going to have with the season coming up is having fans there because other leagues around the world can come back and play behind closed doors. But for us as a club, me personally, I don't see value in us playing games if we don't have fans there because the whole purpose of the club is uh, 
to engage our community, to bring in our beneficiaries and our food vendors and all the different people from Kalamazoo area in and make it a community event, right? And if it's just the players playing, that it's great for them and for our team, but not necessarily for the city of Kalamazoo. And I was wondering if you could speak on a little bit because MGSL is a little bit unique in the terms that we have some of our West Coast, um, you know, teams that kick off their season a lot earlier than, um, you know, Kalamazoo does uh, here in the Midwest. And so I was wondering if you could speak kind of on um, if there's been any talk within the NPSL of how that's going to shape kind of the outlook of the potential season. Well, they started playing games and the season was they played in January, wow. I think it was March. Yeah, very beginning of March. So they got a few games in and then um it was suspended up until April fourth. Yeah. Is the current timeline. And like Caleb said, um there's some conversations coming up here in the coming week about whether the season will be pushed back or not or if it will even happen. Um, it kind of seems like they are following the bigger leagues around the world um, in terms of the timelines and decisions. So it's it's really hard to say right now. And, and um, obviously the situation that the United States are in is behind Europe and Asia in terms of the sickness that um, people are getting. As far as I know, mm-hmm. I think there was just a confirmed case at Bronson Hospital last night, which is the first one in Kalamazoo, mm-hmm. um, meaning that we're kind of behind the ball for... Um, it's behind the curve, like the yeah, incidents and yeah. new cases, yeah. yeah. So hopefully people in the area were taking it seriously and doing the social distancing and quarantine themselves so that we can flatten that curve and get back to playing quicker. I think for me, I just, I, I, I want to say this first. I think the MPSL, the way that they're handling this is is perfect. I think that they have just allowed enough information out to where they still, they're showing, they're showing the fact that they are actually monitoring the situation, that they are really trying to find the best route for both teams and spectators, which I think is an amazing, an amazing, or we'll say this, a very hard balance to get. Mm -hmm. Um, But the other side of it is, too, is that, you know, it's like Colin was saying, they're following the bigger leagues, um, but it's a lot of small teams in the MPSL, too. So I think some of the owners are are to a point where they maybe want a decision, and, you know, that's what we're going to have our conversations about so that everyone's on the same transparent level. Um, So we'll see. I mean, it it really is – it's up in the air right now. I mean, it depends on the region that your team's in, too. You know, right now, Kalamazoo, for example, like Colin just said, we have one case. I mean, for us, the season looked pretty normal. I mean, it didn't look like anything crazy. Obviously, we still had to, you know, alleviate the the big crowds and whatnot. But um, I think it's just there's just too much in the air to say anything right now. Um, maybe next episode we'll, we'll key you guys back <laughs> in with some more information. But, uh, yeah, for right now, that's, that's all we can say on the matter. Well, if that's all we can really speak on, I think it's just good to wait and – you know, ultimately get it, just yeah. get a decision from the the MPSL to see where the league goes. I really hope it comes out well. Um, cause like I said, if it's you know, it would be 
I think it would be really disheartening, at least, if it's, you know, it's a two-and-a-half-month season to really not have it. You know, I think people look around forward, at least I do, I know, to, to coming out to the game to support and mm-hmm. as a community, the, the team. So We uh, love it, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, this is you guys prepare. I mean, these guys are preparing for it. Well yeah. beyond, you know, I feel fortunate just to show up and talk to you guys, you know, to, through the podcast. But these guys put in so much more <laughs> yeah, uh, effort, you know, Caleb Elliott, um, Colin, and many others not included. Um, so, well, no, I it's a it. it's a two and a half month season with, I mean, nine months N- out of the season that we're working. Planning, I mean, yeah. You really get like half a month to a month max yeah. of kind of time where we get to, you know, that's when we do our and, vacations. And getting the players <laughs> and, and whatnot to come yeah, to the man, area, too. It's, I mean, it's difficult. We have international players, like Colin was saying. I mean, we have one guy that his school's offering to buy him a plane ticket back to Columbia because they're not wow. going to school now because they're in virtual. Yeah. But then for us, that that adds our cost, though, because then we're going to provide him the flight back. For sure. You know, it's much <laughs> it's way more expensive to fly from Columbia than it is from NIU. So, <laughs> I mean, it, it's Heard, it's been yeah. an interesting situation to try to build off of. It's pushed us as an organization to find more creative routes um you know in the in the potential that there isn't a season so we have to to find the way to be to be here for the longevity of the the rest of the years to come so it's been a good test we like it yep and at the end of the day like we obviously want to play yeah yeah but we don't want to hurt the community Mm -hmm, by making more people contract the coronavirus so we're here to benefit kalamazoo 100 we support our cities, you know, as much as they support us. So, yeah. oh brother, this guy stinks. But our good friends over at Denoyer sure don't. Stop in there today on Stadium Drive to see if they can get you in a new 2020 Chevy Blazer. Um, it's a reciprocal feeling. Yeah. What's the What's the motto? Our town, our team. Our town. Yeah. Shoot. <laughs> get no, selfish over here. No, no, no you're, you're good though. You're good because. But. We just wanted to make it as inclusive as possible, yeah. you know. So it's our, it is our town, yeah. it's our team. So we just wanted everyone to to feel the love, and mm-hmm. that's just the reason for the little shift there. But I mean, nothing crazy. It's still the, mm-hmm. still this little bit set. Uh, still yeah. the same base behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, you guys, got any questions? No, I think we'll just keep keep it updated as as uh, you know you guys updated out there as far as the league goes and. Uh, with future episodes coming and uh, get to know more more uh, of the operations around here. And we're looking forward to it regardless of the situation. So thanks for joining in today. And I appreciate all of our guests, Colin, Caleb, coming out again. Sure. And uh, Brandon, bye. Whenever you listen to this, it was good to catch up with you, my man. And yeah, man, much glad, love. Glad we mm-hmm. could call Elliot in, too. We're missing you out here, man. Um, we're just spreading good good energy and um, throughout the whole, really, world right now. So. All you guys out there, stay safe, stay Hashtag well. Hashtag wash your hands. Wash your hands, sanitizer up, but right. please leave some toilet paper in the store. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> Anyhow, checking on those around you. Yes. Um, you know, just be mindful that, you know, we're all in this together and we can all get out of this together. So mm-hmm. we got love from me from Kalamazoo FC. I know Colin and I do. Cruz is also. Special guest appearance. <laughs> Mike now. But, uh, you know, duty calls and you got to make do with what you got. Yeah. Yeah, well said, true. my friend. Ali K. Zoo. See you, Elliot. See you, Elliot. Adios.
looking to have your company shouted out on Off Ball Banter? Email banter at calmsufc.com for more info.